0: It is Variety Time, and I'm not alone. This past week, we discussed the X-Files on Top 3, Bottom 3, and I wanted to revisit a couple things with our noted, supposed, constantly reminding me of X-Files expert, Abby. Yep. I have these questions three, which you must answer eloquently for me. Here we go. I'll
1: do my best.
0: So question number one, I wanted to ask, you mentioned a few times that the episodes on the top and the bottom wouldn't necessarily be your picks. Can you, you don't necessarily need to know the episode titles or anything like that, but which episodes weren't on there specifically that you would want on either the top or bottom?
1: Yeah, so we just finished doing top three, bottom three, uh, one of the flagship shows on the UpNerd podcast network, which we have a little bit of housekeeping to do afterwards. But it's a really interesting question because I, I, frankly, I was not expecting to see the bottom three episodes be from the the core seasons of X-Files 1 to 7. That was quite a surprise. I, I um, Best episodes, the only one that really surprised me was the third one that we talked about, the Anasazi. I know people like it. It would not have been my, my pick either for what my favorite episode would be or what I think the fans would have picked as well. So it's, it's a bit unusual.
0: It ended up being the top rated of, sorry, top rated on IMDb, top rated score. On IMDb, it ended up being the top rated mythology episode too, so.
1: Because season four, last episode of that season and subsequent first episode of the fifth season exist, where Scully's, Scully's having a bad time. And that's, like, kind of top for a lot of people. I would have expected to see more out of season four and possibly season five, because then you're, you're in the swing of things with X-Files. It's it, almost every episode in those two seasons are just incredible episodes of television. Season 3 as well, which makes it the the highest rated season. But uh, it, it comes back to that age-old question of, am I out of touch? No, it's the children who must be wrong. Because I, I would not have put those episodes where they were. Almost anything from the revival, seasons 10 and 11, which came 10 years after the show had stopped airing, originally. Much I would longer have than that. In the bottom, I would have much rather watched, even the worst of them, first-person shooter, I would have much rather watched first-person shooter than a variety of, of the the weird, weird ones. There's, there's one in the revival, and it's the season opener, where it was literally the whole past season was just Scully's dream. They've yeah. written themselves into a corner. Like, how do you...
0: That was bad. The se- that's the season 11 premiere, where essentially Damn. season 10 was a fever dream because they had a virus that was altering everybody slash killing them. It was not good.
1: Well, pre-COVID too. So this was like, this was several years. Yeah, before yeah COVID we'll get into that. Even, yeah, it's wild. Like it, it's wild. It's just wild to me, which I've had a couple of times. I've spoken to you privately in the, in the in the comfort of our own home about it. But it makes me wonder about whether or not IMDB is useful if you're actually trying to get useful information from it
0: it's great if you're looking for the actors and who was in what it is if you're looking for an accurate rating of things i think x files was buoyed heavily by people were excited about it coming back and people were probably hoping for more and thus maybe being a little more lenient on the newer seasons because so full disclosure i went over the episode last night or the night Mm -hmm. before I can't remember anyway I went over them and it was a matter of like oh yeah I remember that oh yeah I remember that I had forgotten a lot of it first of all second of all it's really bad Uh, the 10th season is Absolutely a throwaway because it was all a dream. Essentially, the eleventh season is not a lot better. I think the group dynamic is really good, and it's the height of the revived X Files. But the actual mythology is just an absolute disaster and a mess. Oh yeah, which
1: you can't crawl back from that. And it's it's kind of the problem that X Files had even before it was ending. That you you start to see like okay, it's been six years. Uh, well, about that. So having. To raise the stakes you so, can't raise them any higher you shot a man and in the face with a rocket he can't he he's not alive i'm sorry you can't just do that
0: question two x files was initially canceled in 2001. it would be brought back sort of in 2008 with the movie or rather its second movie 20, which was meant to be movie. the second film of the trilogy and yes. just for a bit of background here the trilogy was supposed to be the third one. The hope was to release it in 2012 to coincide with the X Files mythology, which was there's going to be an alien invasion slash a war in 2012. And the third wasn't movie, that
1: also the Mayan calendar
0: year? Yes, and yes, and the third movie was supposed to show that and it just never happened the second movie was in development hell for six years and it released in 2008 to a dull thud now i think by the way part of that is they made the baffling choice that it's essentially an elongated one-off like it just dealt with the x-file like it didn't have anything to do with the mythology and then because of that they wouldn't be able to slash get the chance to hit the 2012 date. Fast forward to 2016, for whatever reason, the streaming numbers have been really good for X-Files all of a sudden, and they decide to revive the show for six episodes miniseries. And then we get the season afterwards to try to clear it up. The revived show, the six episodes, they started out strong in terms of ratings that absolutely plummeted in the back half. And then the final season was, it did not do well at all. I mean, we and I have talked about this. Gillian Anderson seems to have hated it and just nobody seems to want to go back anymore. So,
1: Well, I don't, I don't blame her, but for different reasons than you're probably thinking. So anyway, uh, so the question. The hot seat, I'm taking control of the hot seat because I want to talk about this because this is interesting. So Gillian Anderson's team were offered less money to come back than David Duchovny. Yes. And she said, no, no, no. What she has been doing for some time, I think even in the original series, I think she was on some talk show or something. She said, I let David's team negotiate the salary. And then I tell them I want that. And that's it's it's kind of powerful, you know, because not only was David Duchovny not there for 20 percent of the X-Files and she was the one that was really keeping it going. But it's also been several years. Frankly, her star She's starring in the fall. She's doing other stuff. She's doing incredible, incredible work. Her star is is now eclipsing David Duchovny's a little bit.
0: Yes. So, thanks. Chris
1: Carter, who created the X Files and who also was very heavily involved in the revival, also kind of has a thing about women and getting them pregnant, which it's it's so weird. You think of the X Files as this show that was part of a time and important, to a movement where we wanted to get more women into sciences. We wanted women to be equal in in male-dominated places. And Scully was a large part of that. And Scully's defining character for probably about half of the series was she either wants to get pregnant. She is pregnant. She has a baby. She needs to protect the baby. She gives up the baby. She gets pregnant again. Canonically, a 50-year-old character.
0: The revival series, by the way, just to specify. Just
1: pregnant. Again, it's crazy. It's crazy.
0: All right. So back to the question at hand. My question was, go back a little bit to about, we'll say 2010, does younger Abby think X-Files needs any type of revival should it have been brought back or should it have just sort of ended in 2001 with the nines years and one movie and then subsequently getting the second one in 08 did you see it in theaters by the way
1: I did see it in theaters I went with my my paramour at the time and we very wisely did a double feature so we went to go see the X-Files I want to believe which was the second X-Files movie Yes. watch that first and that's key so you go watch that first and then you go one theater over pay for your ticket of course as we used to do at the time in the ancient times you go one theater over and you watch the new will Ferrell comedy step brothers mm-hmm. and then that actually leaves you with a, a good feeling after having come out of the theater i remember remarking because there was a little bit of time in between those those two movies and we just went for a walk around around the theater and I remember telling him that watching that movie was like going back to your hometown after you haven't been there for a while and finding out that everything has changed, but nothing has changed. It's like going back to see the kid who you thought would make it is, is working some dead end job and hasn't applied himself. It's, it's a shell of what, it, of what it was. You also have to remember that there was, there have always been some X-Files, kind of. They tried to make it work with a series of comics that were not very good. The art was not very good. The cover art was okay, but you could tell it was a product that they they send their sort of like D tier artists who are are able to work, but you don't put them on the important projects. So you, you put them on these little projects, like the the I've seen some of the stuff from the Game of Thrones comics. It's in the X-Files comics, it, it's like that, where they can get in a little bit more practice before maybe being able to move up a tier and, and so on and so forth. And at your top, you got your Marvel Comics pencilers and things like that. They tried to do a season 10, I think even a season 11 in the comics, and that was kind of interesting. And that might have worked, but... Nobody needed it or wanted it. And I was surprised when you said that they came back because the streaming numbers were good. Because at the time, it very much felt to me that they came back. Because television was losing out to the streaming services. Fox needs something. Fox needs eyeballs. What does Fox have?
0: It was a little bit of both.
1: You got to keep in mind, I'm 16 when season nine of The X-Files, the last season of the original run, was airing. I remember borrowing a VHS tape of one of the episodes for my physics teacher at the time, I'm still not terribly wise to the way the world works, even though I think I am because I'm 16. And then X-Files has kind of followed me in my development towards adulthood in a lot of ways. It originated as, okay, here's a here's a role model. I can comport myself like Scully. I can speak eloquently and do stuff and not just sit around and fart all day. And then the movie comes up and it's that realization that things are changing and that People don't always do things for the right reason. Like, they do things because money and because it works, sort of. Then the revival. I was not cautiously optimistic. I was trying to be cautiously neutral because I was kind of looking forward to the second movie, and it didn't pan out. So fool fool me once. Shame on you. Try to fool me a second time with a a dream within a dream. secret. you can't. I I, I won't be fooled again.
0: In a lot of ways, the second movie was meant as sort of as a proof of concept for the third movie that I mentioned, and it just, yeah, didn't pan out. They got mediocre to okay, almost, numbers internationally, but domestically did not do well, and it really kind of sank the series. Yeah, but- they they tried to continue or they tried to make a third one but it just wasn't going to happen both actors at that point were interested both Julian Anderson and David Duchovny really seemed to want to do it but a script combined with interest from Fox themselves just it never materialized and in terms of the revival my understanding is they did approach Vince Gilligan, they did want him to be part of the revival, but it just couldn't happen because he had too much stuff going on. It was just too much work. She's already, you know, running two shows.
1: And at a certain point, I think he probably also didn't really want to do it because he would have had to have run that show. But that's Chris Carter's show. That's Chris Carter
0: created it. I don't know. He he likes being part of a writer's room. But yeah, the back end of The X Files is really, it's mostly just uh Chris Carter and I think it's Scoff as the last name of the uh. fellow who wrote the movies. So they're both sort of the central writers. At a certain point, I mean, when you can't get all of the people involved back, there is the question of should you do it? And the answer in this case was probably not because they really didn't add anything to the series at all. So. Final question, could you do the X-Files today? You and I have talked about this a few times. Things have changed quite a bit. The general premise of the show is built around both mythical creatures, mythology, and conspiracy, all of which are things that are still around today, some of which is more difficult, i.e. the mythology and creatures, because everybody's running around with a camera in their pocket. But could you, or even should you do it today
1: i think it's i think we all just been through some stuff in the past couple of years i think it's way too raw i think there's a little bit of fatigue because keep in mind while x-files was running there were other shows that were trying to be x-files right supernatural which which ends up running for like what 15 years it's got its own thing going on so people can kind of get their kicks in terms of of monster of the week stuff from there uh you've got shows like fringe there a whole bunch of stuff was trying to hop on the x-files bandwagon and so it was good in its own right
0: x-files itself attempted to spin-offs as well too
1: yeah oh god that's right i forgot about the lone gunman and
0: millennium yeah, they tried to spin yep.
1: off millennium which i don't think that was actually was that a spin-off
0: Yes, set in the same universe, same world. Surprise.
1: Remember Harsh Realm? Chris Carter's Harsh Realm?
0: Vaguely, yeah.
1: It's something about being in a virtual reality thing. I'm going to have to look that up. Maybe we'll top three, bottom three Harsh Realm. Um, And then there was the Lone Gunman spinoff, which, yeah, it's cute. It's a little three nerd nerd burgers going around having nerd burger
0: adventures. Who died in the X-Files.
1: Who died in the X-Files. Also, their show was canceled, so they were (laughs) okay to die. The problem is, so I think you could do... Kind of a funny, like somebody just goes around the country and he's like a professional monster hunter or something like that. Like he's he's just a traveling salesman type of guy. He's just independently wealthy and this is what he wants to do with his life. He want he wants to find a real monster. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Or she. I don't think X Files at the time that it started in the nineties, early two thousand X Files is pre nine eleven in significant significant ways. So in the nineties, did we all think the government was up to something? Yeah, but like. You know, once 9-11 happened, it really opened up, I think, most of our eyes to the fact that there's not really, you know, some sort of competent shadow conspiracy that's keeping us all down. It's just normal human stuff. It's just normal human competence, incompetence. The true conspiracy is just billionaires. Billionaires are the problem. And that even if he had this kind of enormous conspiracy, how would you keep it from being visible? And that's the thing. In the prior administration, in, in 45's administration, he just he he just told us everything that he was gonna do, right? Like there's no he just he would just show it to people. He would just show like state secrets and stuff. So at a certain point, it's like, well, if there was something there, he would have it would have come out of his mouth at some point, you know? So that's number one. So that really takes the fun out of like thinking, oh, maybe the Maybe the government has a hyper confident shadow government that's actually pulling the strings and they sit in a room and they're really stupid smart and we got to figure it out. And We need lucky FBI agents who are on the side of good. No, real life is so much more stupid than anything on TV in a lot of ways. That's thing. The first was several subsections. The second thing is globally, we all just went through the coronavirus, which shut us down. And we saw a lot of really whacked out conspiracy stuff come out of that. And I'm a little bit sick of conspiracies and even i who you know enjoys the x files i don't want i don't want that anywhere near me i don't want to i don't want it in my tv shows i don't want it in movies i don't want to hear about it I'm still working through the actual trauma that 2020 and beyond have created in us as a species globally. Because there were people that I spoke to who genuinely believed that this thing that was going on with the coronavirus and with all the information in the world available to them to, to debunk or to look into, They genuinely believed that the COVID vaccine was going to alter our DNA and it was going to wipe out everybody who took the vaccine. And then that didn't happen. And then it's, oh, it's going to be six. It's actually going to be six months from now.
0: There was a harmlessness to it before 2001 and that's gone now the conspiracies on the x-files didn't result in somebody shooting up a pizza parlor because they thought there was a cabal trafficking children out of it there wasn't sense of order to it all of that has gone away at this point combined with the conspiracies are, are getting worse you mentioned covid There are Facebook groups dedicated to users who have, we will say, bowel trouble because of taking horse medicine Mm. to cure themselves. There are entire groups. There are scores of people with this because they thought the vaccine was going to change them or give them magnetism or whatever, which by the way, magnetism would be awesome Has nobody seen X-Men
1: or read
0: X-Men. I would take Magneto's powers in a heartbeat. There was a harmlessness to all of it. And now I joked with you that every week Mulder would get sent out between 2008 to 2016 because Chainshot.org got 60,000 signatures and he's got to go find the president's birth certificate because they think he's an alien from Kenya. It's so stupid. We got progressively dumber. Yeah. And a series like The X-Files, which wanted to take science at least a little bit seriously, I don't know that it works right now. Or at least it wouldn't work for a large subsection of people. And so that's why, yeah, I don't feel like you could do it today.
1: Yeah, conspiracy theories used to be like neat. Also, hi, I'm on your microphone now because my microphone broke. It used to be just kind of like, it's kind of kooky. You know, oh, that's old, Mrs. Johnson. She's she's senile. She thinks that she she thinks she was abducted by aliens, and it's it's just not that anymore. We we I have, I personally, I'm sure I can only say and speak for myself. I have a lot of trauma around this kind of conspiracy garbage. So X-Files, if they're going to have a mythology that involves conspiracies and stuff like that, it's not going to work. It didn't even work in the revival when they tried to do that, because remember, who was president during the revival.
0: Yeah, they really seemed to try to dance around some of the things they would used to do. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Because it it doesn't work anymore. We have, there are ways that you can in a cell phone age and cameras everywhere. There are ways that you could still have like a, a, a fun kind of monster mystery show, but I'm not ready to hear or entertain any of this nonsense while the actual conspiracy is just so much more banal. Like the conspiracy is that they're showing us exactly what they're doing and nobody's doing anything about it.
0: So that's going to do it for another fun-filled episode of Up Nerd. I did want to mention, so we hinted at it earlier, our plan going forward is to do just one episode a week. We need our lives back.
1: And we also need to start pouring some of our energy into marketing and letting people know that, hey, we have this this incredible podcast. It's hosted by one of the greatest podcasters of all time. And maybe
0: every once in a while I might do an extra episode when something strikes me, which inevitably will happen.
1: Don't worry. I still plan to do my amazing outros. They're go. still going to be as as high quality and as consistent as you were expecting. Don't, 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 don't press stop recording. Don't press stop recording. Why would you press stop recording? And that's how you do an outro.
0: It is not. Have a good day, everybody. You want to burp, burp into the microphone yeah. a little bit more there? I want to make the editing tougher for Basil, oh, producer Basil Bear. Uh, burp, burp. All right. Goodbye, everybody.